Welcome, everybody, to this Halloween special edition of They Cast from the Coast. Very special episode that we decided to surprise everybody with, so you can watch this while you're getting ready for all the trick-or-treaters and enjoying your All Hallows Eve. Thank you very much for joining us. And Tim, what are we talking about tonight? Tonight, we are talking about probably the most iconic thing to watch on Halloween. We are talking about Michael Jackson's Thriller. Stay Is there even a synopsis you wish to give us tonight? Hell yeah, there is. All right, go ahead. All right. A night at the movies turns into a nightmare when Michael and his date are attacked by a horde of bloodthirsty zombies. Only a thriller can save them. Only a thriller can save them. <laughs> the thriller. That was my bad fucking Vincent, Vincent Price laugh. That was okay. <laughs> You guys knew what it was, though. Yeah, that's I exactly did. we knew what it was. So, right. knew what it was. So it Smoke doesn't matter. an extra eighty cigarettes this <laughs> afternoon. And you'll get there. And go home and bake a pie because he was a big baker, by the way. So <laughs> he was. He was a Mister Homemaker. Hey, it was hilarious. It's not trivia time with Adam. Okay. Okay. Shut up, Adam. Stop shut up. My Kool Aid, bud. <laughs> Stop drinking my Kool Aid. Nice. All right. So let's talk about this in terms of story for a minute here, but. Like, the story is pretty straightforward for this, as the synopsis would state. We have boy and girl go to the movies, zombies coming out of the grave. Whoa, 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 whoa. go ahead, Josh. What do you mean, boy and girl? Michael Man. fucking Jackson is at the movie. Not some boy. He's he royalty. Yeah, but he wasn't, he wasn't as royal. Yeah, but he's royalty. You don't this, refer this, to him as some boy. He is sir, the king of pop. That's true. You wouldn't talk about Elvis as some boy. You call him some the king of boy. rock and roll. Oh, the queen of England was by. Oh, some lady stopped by. The fucking queen. All right, I'm being, I'm being, I'm being lashed. That. I'm being lashed Put by Josh. Fine. The king of pop stars in this. As a Boy. younger version <laughs> character of some kind, but he's royalty, and he's got a girl on a date, and they get jumped by zombies on the way home, and he dances his way with them. He joins them to dance. 
Let's put it that way. It just shows that there's no problem you can't dance your way out of. <laughs> well, if you're royalty like Michael Jackson, that's probably <laughs> true. So, you know. All right. Um, we're not going to actually have a very long episode tonight, guys, because we just basically want to fawn over this thing, because this is like, this is childhood to us. Well, this is, this is pinnacle. But how, to be how, fair, yeah. to be fair, we do have to abide by the structure we set do. forth with the other fucking shows that we've done. We do, we do, and that's going to be very, very key to this here. Does so, Josh have notes? Does Josh have notes? I do. That's, all right, so there Josh's we go. Notes. And I got tons of trivia, Adam. Tons. Of course we do. Of course we do. Josh, go ahead. No, you no 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 no. Let's let's fawn over it. But I'm just saying, we gotta have a structure. There's gotta be structure. Fine. We talk about the story. Royalty and a girl. They get jumped by zombies. What else is there to know? Who the hell doesn't know about thriller okay. for frig's sake? Uh, okay. With that being said, Adam. When was the first time you saw Thriller? Oh, thank you for asking me such a such an endearing question, Tim. That's what uh, I'm saying. We could talk about it. Oh, man. I can honestly say I probably the first time I ever saw Thriller, I had to have been about five years old. I can honestly remember being like knee high sitting in front of the TV and this thing comes on uh, much music. The Canadian version of MTV for anybody who's listening. You know, back when they actually played music and music videos. And uh, I just remember it was amazing. Like, I, it, it, it literally became a staple in my life. This song, don't care what anybody says, and I know Tim's going to disagree with me on this, but this song is in a regular rotation for me. I never get sick of it. I never get tired of it. I listen to it all year. It's always spooky time, when, and it's always thriller time. But you don't listen to Deck the Halls in July, okay? You might love the structure and the, the sound of that song, but you don't listen to Christmas carols in the summer. You know I was, we were in Adam's car the other day, and he was listening to Little Drummer Boy. What do you mean? Hey. <laughs> Don't be dissing Little Drummer Boy, bitch. <laughs> no. Tim, when was the first time you ever saw Thriller? I saw it. I was alive when it came out. You guys weren't. I was alive. And I remember watching this on Much Music and being terrified. Because... The, it's the first scary thing I think I've ever watched. And I must have been 83, so I was four. And I remember the POV shot of Michael turning into the werecat thing. But back then, I just thought it was a werewolf. And that POV shot of when he's like going like this and like the date is on the ground. And he's reaching out. It terrified me. But I was like this. Because it was awesome, right? But then the zombies, instant love with the zombies. Four years old, loving the zombies. And I remember my cousin, my cousin, he had the Michael Jackson jacket. Like, you could get that everywhere back in fucking 83. You know what I mean? So here, here's, here's a three-year-old, because he's a year younger than me, three-year-old wearing the red with the black Zipper border. Jacket, yeah. Right? Um, yeah, I can remember that. Um, but... I I I I love this music video. I love this song. I mean, yes, Adam, I listen to this song. It's on my Spotify playlist, but 
it doesn't have the same feeling unless you're listening to it during October, especially like oh, yeah. right close to Halloween. You're like, D-, you know what I mean? Like I, yeah, there I'll agree. There's, um, there's a certain aspect to the song that you can listen to it all year. It's, it's a, it's an amazing song and video to begin with, but it gets the energy flowing when it's actually Halloween time and the song comes on, it's like an extra level of excitement. It's like, now, this is the time. This is the season. This is the right time for this. You know, just like Dolly Parton and Kenny Rogers' Christmas album at Christmas. Come on now. That's the time that you get... What are you, you talking get... about? John Denver and the Muppets, bud. No, man. It's all about Kenny and Dolly, man. I'm sorry. I'll put that up against any Christmas album out there. But moving John on... John Denver and the Muppets. Don't give a shit. Don't give a shit. They can bow down to Kenny and Dolly for all I give a shit. Um, you want to know what's really weird, though? What's that? This video came out on the 14th of December. <laughs> so it came out just in time for that's, Christmas. That's, that's that's when it premiered. December 14th, 1980. Trivia time with <laughs> I didn't see this movie until I was probably 11 or 12. And I'm considerably younger to begin with. So this movie, this uh, music video had already been out for 20 years pretty well. Well, when uh, you were 11 or 12, did much music still have music on it? It did. Oh, okay. It did. And that's probably where I would have seen it, in the Halloween rotation. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't impressed with the... I was 10 years old, already watching Nightmare on Elm Street's when I was ready for effects and gore, I was like, all right, someone's getting their head sliced off. Someone's getting chopped up. Let's get going here. Mm-hmm. And it's just Michael Jackson singing. I'm like, okay. And then he's dancing around with zombies. I'm like, well, zombies don't dance. They're supposed to eat people. <laughs> Having just watched Return of the Living Dead 2 and then thrown into this. Because I think it was like literally and during the commercial breaks that they were showing, like they were doing horror movies and showing uh, this and like Monster Mash and all these other like Halloween themed songs and stuff in the intermissions and I just remember watching like legit zombie movies and then directly after watching this and being like this is lame this fucking weird cat thing Michael Turner's into it's like why now that's my first impression I wow. love the song the music I'll listen to all day long, just like Adam. I think this belongs in everyone's rotation on a normal day. But at that time, as an impressionable youth, I did not like the video. Shitting on royalty, and you lashed at me for it. What the hell's wrong with you, Josh? What can you do? <sighs> Little uncultured Josh at 10 years old just <laughs> wanted to see someone get chopped up. And now, and now, as you can see behind Josh, he's got his, uh, his cutout of Michael Jackson... And his thriller album, and he's he's set. He Michael lives. Oh, with I him love now. the music. There's no one that can deny <laughs> Michael Jackson is a musical genius. That's true. Very true. Very true. Oh man, um, the effects work in this. Oh boy. Oh boy. Wow. Rick fucking Baker. Rick Baker, man. You've got some names attached to this. You really oh. do. This is a powerhouse production. What's awesome is that you realize, I mean, everybody's like, you know, uh, Michael Jackson, uh, you know, really like pop icon, right? Um, big horror fan and knows who to call 
to get help to make a fucking amazing, timeless horror short. You know what I mean? Because, and no one's done a 15-minute music video before, right? Certainly not that time. No. Well, music, no. music videos and were just kind of, of a new thing. And if it's going to be a music video, it's not going to be about horror. They're going to do some love thing or something dumb, right? Something lame. Not fucking lame. horror. <laughs> so, something lame like John Denver and the Muppets, you know. No. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, just joking around. Sorry, Kermit. All right. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so this is a, an absolute powerhouse production. So, you know, John Landis giving a phone call John by Michael Landis. saying, hey, I just saw American Werewolf in London. I love what you did. I'm making a, uh, a, a music video. I want you to direct it. John Landis, what is the first thing he does? Well, you know, Rick Baker. Holy shit, Rick Baker. But I mean, the thing that's really cool about John Landis is that John Landis is the only person at that time that could really do this. I mean, in 1980, he did the Blues Brothers, which is a very musical movie, right? But then you got um, American Werewolf in London, which is obviously like top tier horror movies from back then. Like that transformation scene, I know we've talked about it before, but like... Right? So, this is the guy who's going to make my horror music video. Right? Yeah. So. Yeah. So, there's no doubt about it. So, when you get that phone call, and I mean, once again, there's other names that are attached to this, too. Like, um, uh, even just starring in it, Mick Garris, who was just absolutely starting off as a screenwriter in Hollywood and is now, like, one of the most faithful, like, Frank Darabont, uh, Stephen King adaptation, you know, Kings. You know, we got you know, the stand for Frigg's sake and everything else that he's done. Um, he's in this, he plays one of the zombies. He, you know, John Landis yep. called in some friends from Hollywood and here we go. We've got friggin' even Mick Garris is one of the zombies. This movie is just full of awesome period. Full of awesome. <laughs> full of awesome. Normally, Adam, I, I tease you for some of the things you say, but that's, that summed it up in a nice, neat little, there's a bow. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Tim. It's just full of awesome. Um, so talking a little bit more about the effects work. So obviously the Michael Jackson uh, wear cat transformation scene. That's the one that usually gets people kind of going, yes or no, whatever, right? But you got to think it's kooky on purpose because that was a scene that was meant to be a creation of like a, a 50 sci-fi horror creature character. Yeah. Because that it whole does vibe it, of going yeah. to that whole thing, like like lovers' got the lane jacket on, and like we ran out of gas, and like yeah. that whole thing. And I, I feel, uh, you know, um, Josh, I know has, we've talked about this before. Josh has his opinions on the wear cat, he did the cat so to make it stand out and be different because John Landis just did American Werewolf in London. Yeah. Right? So take that same technique and then make it a cat. Here's the thing, though. Why do you get the best guy in werewolves to make you into a werecat? That's like the going to Italy and going to, like, the best pasta house in the world and be like, uh, you know, make me some fish and chips. Hey, I'm feeling like fish and chips. You reckon you could do that for me? It's like, this is the man who could make you into yeah. a werewolf. 
But he made him into a were cat. And it, it was so awesome. Lame. Different, and I'm it looked sorry. awesome. It looked so stupid, it was I awesome. hated it. No. Oh, man. You can hate it all you want, but what I loved about it was it really did fit the vibe of the fact that when it shows that it was just a movie that they were watching and they were kind of like different versions of their own characters, yeah. Oh, yeah. it suited entirely. Like, sure. I could literally, I, I was a teenage werecat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it was perfect. Well, I mean, just uh, even because you're right. I thought that the, I thought the transformation was great. Um, and I thought it was it, it was different. And it was, it, I I liked it. It was different. Um, but those zombies, though, <laughs> damn zombies, though. To this they day, they still hold up. The majority of the hero zombies in this short film still hold up. Right down to the fat suit zombie is breaking down, yes. man. Yes. He's great. I <laughs> love it. Love it. Yeah. And they had they had multiple different types of zombies. So they had the hero zombies, which were the best of the makeup in the front and center. They had uh, pseudo zombies that were basically just kind of like fresh corpses that were just kind of hanging out in the background a bit. And then they had uh, full head masked zombies, so ones that didn't need to articulate and just needed to fill the scene. And there were some behind the scenes, if anybody's ever watched it, uh, where they basically just had masks on and tattered clothes, and it was amazing the way that they pulled it off. Uh, all the different angles and all the different makeup and all the different effects. Rick Baker and his team absolutely knocked it out of the park. That's what they did. And Rick Baker put I himself loved, in there. I love that generation of zombies. You know, like mm. the kind of green-skinned, kind of uh, Frankenstein-y zombies. Ghouls. Yeah. Now, like... The Walking Dead era of zombies is kind of what we have now, where it's very realistic, hyper-realistic gore, mm. ripped open flesh and stuff. I, not to say that's not cool, because it is, but there's something to be said about that classic, like, 80s zombie that's like a ghoul. Well, I remember watching, uh, like, a behind-the-scenes on something before, and I think it was Savini where he said that the reason why they were, weren't were skin-colored was because he always pictured it like uh, when a body, you know, when a person does die, the lack of oxygen and the blood and everything else, it's, you know, the skin discolors and goes bluish and stuff like this, right? Like the cold temperatures and yeah. stuff. So they just took it and enhanced that vision. So 70s and 80s zombies always had a hue to them that was not skin tone. And yeah. yeah, I love that generation of zombies, man. Right down to everything from Delamorte Delamore to Return of the Living Dead to Thriller. They all paid attention to that palette and kind of made everything almost like it was just, you could tell there was no oxygen in the system. They were just dead things walking around. Blues and greens and yeah. 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 ghouls. Ghouls, just like Tim said, ghouls. Um. You know, with the with the makeup effects as well, they didn't go overboard with anything. Like they didn't have to do like blood and guts or anything else. But we had like one or two of them that had like you know massive injuries and and they were like you know drooling out blood and foaming crap and all this kind of stuff. So it was good in that way too, and that was really kind of beneficial to how they played this out because it's not like this had to be a balls to the wall horror movie or story. It was just about the visuals. What can we portray with this? And then kick it off with some badass Michael music, which made it even better. (laughs) 
Greetings from Tromaville. I'm Lloyd Kaufman, president of Troma Entertainment and creator of the Toxic Avenger. You know, folks, when we're not making those great movies like Tromeo and Juliet and Return to Return to Nukemai, a.k.a. Volume 2, the Troma team and I like to kick back and, and, and listen to They Cast from the Coast. They Cast from the Coast is, is really the best entertainment, the best education, and the best emotional liberation that uh, uh, Lloyd Kaufman can p possibly experience. Thank you. decide to compose any notes for us today i did all right let us hear the notes of josh was very thoughtful of you this particular viewing of thriller took place september 28 2020 at 8 55 p.m now like i said the image i have in my head as a child is not a great one of this film and i don't know what the opposite of rose colored glasses are but i had Poop-colored like goggles. Is that what it is? Shit-colored poop goggles. <laughs> Poop-colored poop goggles. No, shit goggles. <laughs> shit goggles. Right, so instead of having all these fond memories of it, like you guys do, I just have this like overwhelming lameness feeling of it. Now, in this view, much less so, but I still have that in the back of my mind. My, my first note was, imagine not saying yes to being Michael's girl in the 80s. When this girl's going down, and she's like, will you be my girl? She's like, yeah, I don't know, Michael. It's like, fuck off, bitch. I think we're moving Michael too fast. Jackson, come on. Uh, the yellow-eyed reveal, so very iconic. Uh, I always thought the werewolf cat beeline thing just looked stupid. Uh, just here to read the comments meme. If anything, if nothing else, Thriller provided us with the, with the Michael Jackson eating the popcorn meme. And he's so happy. But um, to, to be fair, are you guys not like that watching a fucking horror movie in the theater? Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Tim, you've gone to the movies with me, and you've literally told me at the end of the movie, I had to look at you because you had this fucking look on your face like you were just Agreed. enthralled. Literally everyone in the theater. I'll wear something sensible and comfy to the theater so I can enjoy this movie. Michael. I'll wear this red leather bodysuit that's skin tight with a thousand zippers and it's probably the most uncomfortable thing to sit here for an hour and a half. It sounds like somebody's squeaking on a leather couch when he's moving around. Yeah. <laughs> I love Vincent Price's voice so very much. Uh, the zombie effects are very good and considering this is a music video, they hold up very well. Yeah. And, of course, one of the best parts... Of a horror movie, a twist ending. When Michael turns around and he has the eyes. And then you hear some more Vincent Price. And those are my little notes for Thriller. It's a cute little note you got there, Josh. It's cute little notes. Tim? You're saying that weird. I'm not even looking at you and I'm getting creeped out. <laughs> all I can hear in my ears is you saying that. <laughs> It's Halloween and all, I guess. Yeah, so, you know, Adam, Adam's got to creep people out all of a sudden. Um, Tim? Yes? I think it's trivia time with Tim. What do you think? There's the no music. trivia. Trivia time with Tim! Trivia time with Tim! Okay. 
So there is far too much trivia for this. So I'm going. Imagine. No, there's way too much. Like, we could have like did this whole ep- episode with just trivia. Like it's a lot. It's a lot. But started off in December of 2009, the Library of Congress selected the video thriller for the National Film Registry. It is the first music video to ever have been selected. I think this is hilarious. Michael Jackson offered to finance the video himself. That's not the funny part. The funny part is, is John Landis refused because Michael was still living with his parents in Encino behind a supermarket. Behind a supermarket, nonetheless. So, so you got to think, like, he wasn't royalty when this movie was made. He was, But he knew was, this was a good idea. Yeah. He's like, no, and, no, it's a great idea. I just want to make a movie. Mind. Let's just do it. It's going to be fun. Would you be my girl? <laughs> <laughs> Josh is like, yes! Yes, I will! Uh, 2006, the Guinness Book of World Records listed it as the most successful music video of all time. Frickin' right. All time! No, like, John Linlis. Don't be ignorant. <laughs> Take my money. No, don't be silly. Michael Jackson's red jacket was designed by John Landis' wife, Deborah Noodleman. Nice. Uh, Janet Jackson played one of the zombies. One of the dancing zombies. John Landis made this short film because he saw a great opportunity to bring back a theatrical short. It was a chance to resurrect a genre that has once been a Hollywood staple. Music videos were nude in 1983 and MTV was just two years old. So why not take that opportunity? Um, the sound of the growling animal during the transformation is the same sound from John Landis's film *An American Werewolf in London*. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that film. It came out in <laughs> Never heard of it. What? Never heard of it. No. Didn't it have a super successful sequel that was way better than the original? <laughs> Break right <laughs> off, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good reaction, Adam. Young, uh, young according folks. to Deborah Noodleman, at the time of filming, 25-year-old Michael Jackson weighed 99 pounds and had a 26-inch waist, exactly the same measurements as Fred Astaire. Tiny so, little man. Tiny, tiny little man. John Landis bought... Um, sorry. John Landis brought the same makeup and special effects wizards he worked with on American Werewolf in London. The video's budget was $500,000, and at the time, music videos cost about 100000 So, yeah, this was kind of a big deal back in 1983. Before agreeing to direct, John Landis insisted that the extra, uh, the extra spent two weeks rehearsing their, uh, their moves with the uh, choreographer. At the time, it was unheard of for a music video. But, I mean, everybody's got their, their moves, and then act like a zombie on top of remembering how to dance. Um, Rick Baker was unsure about working on this at first, thinking the actors couldn't handle that amount of makeup. To quote, they'd have to sit in the chair for hours while you work on them. It's uncomfortable, and it's not something actors uh, look forward to at all. Let alone dancers. Yeah. I just want to dance. Um, 
This video was shot in four days. The short film was also packaged on home video with a making of thriller. Making of Michael Jackson's thriller, which became one of the, the first world's, world's best-selling VHS musicals. Pretty dope. Yep. Uh, the zombie costumes were purchased all from the Salvation Army. Oh, uh, when Michael Jackson was informed that his co-star, Ola Ray, had posed nude for Playboy in June of 1980, Michael Jackson uh, confessed that he had not seen her centerfold. Hmm. Yet. And was not informed prior to the video shoot that she posed for Playboy. Ray was then a girlfriend of Jim Brown. Michael Jackson had seen John Landis's American Werewolf in London, called Landis vacationing in London with his wife at 2 o'clock in the morning. Jackson didn't realize the time difference. When Landis came back to the U.S., he visited the Jackson's family house and showed Michael a book of horror movie monsters. Michael wouldn't look at them because they were too scary for him. <laughs> he hadn't seen many horror movies at that point. Landis also gave Michael a list of horror movies to watch, but declined due to them being too scary. Too scary. I the video that. was par parodied in uh, South Park's episode Pink Eye when the chef was turned into a zombie. <laughs> like I said earlier, Michael Jackson was uh, 25 at the year, uh, time of filming. An uncredited Frank Welker. I don't know if you guys who know Frank Welker is, but he's a world famous fucking voice actor. Best known for Megatron from the Transformers. Uh, did Michael Jackson's vocal sounds as he becomes a werecat. He said it was one of the most strenuous things that he's ever done to his vocal cords. Michael <laughs> yeah. Jackson never toured from the Thriller album. Instead, to keep Thriller... At the number one that made uh, he made this video, he went on to win uh, eight Grammys, and it became um, and still one of the highest selling albums in music history, with over a hundred million copies sold. Josh, one of those albums of that hundred million is right behind you. It's also like the most pressed album ever, like produced. Like more copies of that album exist on vinyl than anything else in history. Yeah, I believe it. Hmm. Um, during the elaborate production of this music video, Michael Jackson performed the legendary moonwalk dance for the very first time at the Motown 25 Yesterday, Today, and Forever uh, special that was going on in Los Angeles. And finally, Michael Jackson almost destroyed this video after negative feedback from fellow Jehovah's Witnesses. They didn't like that he turned into a cat man. Apparently, apparently Josh didn't either. Apparently Jehovah's Witnesses don't like cat man. Yeah. I mean, I, d I don't align with a lot of what Jehovah's Witnesses believe, but I, I think they got that one right. <laughs> okay, I said that, this, that was the last one. This is kind of a, a built-in, more elaborate from the last one. So this is the last one. Okay, go okay. ahead. Michael Jackson, at the time, being a devout Catholic, uh, Catholic, no, being a devout Jehovah's Witness, 
who would change his religion but still remain Christian, feared that the video would go against his fans' religious beliefs and feared backlash. So at the beginning of the video, Michael has a message stating, Due to my strong personal convictions, I wish to stress that this film is in no way endorses a belief in the occult. And that has been Trivia Time with Tim. Trivia Time! Time with Tim! Excellent. All right, gentlemen, because <coughs> Thriller is only so long and we want people to get out there and get those Halloween treats and get trick-or-treating and hand out candy to all those uh, trick-or-treaters out there, we are going to wrap this up with our final thoughts, and I'm going to throw it down to Josh first. Yes. So, like I said, I got my shit-covered binoculars on. Shit-covered binoculars. As an adult watching it, I love the music, and I just can't shake the the corniness and and displeasure of seeing it when I was a child. I got to give it an R, and that's with the stipulation of nostalgia means so much to me that it can make House 2 a rated X. So it has to still apply that originally seeing this after seeing like actual zombie movies and just being pissed off, being like, what is this? I got to give it an hour. Okay. Fair enough. I Tim. recommend you watch it. Pop it on every Halloween. And we'll go from there. Tim. Um, like I said, earlier it's it's essentially the first piece of horror material i saw in my life and it both terrified me and excited me and amazed me and has probably probably you know worked its way and made it such an impression that i'm here doing a horror podcast and wearing horror t-shirts and loving horror and i i believe that directly stems from this music video and when i saw it um the 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 song is amazing the video is amazing the iconic dance the iconic music the iconic look of the zombies michael jackson as a zombie the ending where he turns around the 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 laugh the, the 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 Vincent Price rap, like everything about this is timeless and perfect. Don't listen to Josh. He watched it as an angsty little preteen, you know. Right, that's fair to say. Um, I didn't. I was I was I was a little four year old full of hope and wonder, and <laughs> and I I love this. This holds a very dear special place in my heart. Um, I listened to it specifically on Halloween, but I, I won't, you know, turn it off if it's playing in July. Um, I'm giving this an X. This 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 music video changed my life. Well said. Well said. This from the heart. From the heart. Absolutely. This song, this music video is Halloween. Yes. This is the representation of Halloween to me. Actually going out and trick-or-treating is the physical aspect of what you would do, but the enjoyment of Halloween is all wrapped into one thing. Thriller. 
the song, the sound, the visuals, everything about it. It is everything that a horror fan or just a fan of the spooky season in general love. I took huge pleasure in introducing my kids to this when they were a little how much, bit... How much pleasure? How much? Huge! No, or as, as Donald Trump would say, huge. Huge. Huge, huge pleasure. pleasure. It I was the greatest song, the best it. song ever. Nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it, guys. <laughs> so, this was one of those things. I literally, I kid you not when I say, this was one of those things that I, when I found out that I was going to be a father, I was excited to be able to one day share this with my children. <laughs> That's okay. how important this is to me. No, 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 Adam, Adam, bring it back. That was, that was, that was way too much. That was way like yeah. I appreciate the sentiment there. I do. But that was Mick, that like was, Adam. I have news. I'm pregnant. Thriller. Adam, I'm gonna get to show them thriller. That's almost exactly what it was. I'm not even joking, but still, whatever. <laughs> Sharing them, you know, the love of spookiness and Halloween and thriller. It was great. So, without a doubt, this encompasses and embodies everything that I love about Halloween and horror. It's fun, it's catchy, it's, it's wonderful, it's entertaining. There will never be a time when I say, turn that off. There will never be a time when I hit next on my playlist when this comes on. This will continue to be a staple in my life until the day that I breathe my last breath. This is an X. Flat out, this is an X. And that's it. We have two X's and an R. <sighs> well, that was a good episode, gentlemen. But we're going to cut this now because, once again, people need to get out there and get the spooky season finished off for the year and get the. No, I gotta go watch. I gotta do my double feature of Halloween. My double dose. You gotta my do double, your double dose. dose. But by the time the people have watched this episode, I've probably listened to Thriller about a hundred times already today. So, yay! Here we go. So. Thank you, everybody, for joining us on this very special, spooky Halloween edition of They Cast from the Coast. We hope you enjoy happy, you know, happiness and Halloween today. Be safe out there when you're out there, you know, in the dark with the kids and the trick-or-treating and all that good stuff. So, thank you very much for tuning in. Check us out on Facebook, Misunderstood Our Company. Like, share, and subscribe. We're on YouTube misunderstood our company like share and subscribe we produce audio copies of all of our episodes on all the major podcasting platforms including but not limited to google play itunes spotify and amazon we're also on patreon open up your hearts and your wallets donate some uh, some halloween candy to tim down there and no, uh, coffee, <laughs> coffee, coffee coffee it is then but it's halloween coffee edition and tim candy corn. coffee and candy corn i don't want candy corn. nobody wants candy corn <laughs> Tastes like the devil's anus. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody. And until next time, Josh. No mere mortal can resist the evil of the thriller. Tim. Stay spooky. Stay safe. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, everybody. See you next time. Good night.